So I was using this palette that my sister gave me. So I used the darker one and I was like, oh, that's a pretty color. And I look and it's called Sexpresso. And I was like, oh, aggressive. That's a little horny for a brown eyeshadow. Then you have push up. It's like, y'all, that's about boobies. So you're like, this is for sure a horny palette. Hey everybody, it's Teresa. Welcome to Exaggerated. Let's get into it. Hi everybody, welcome to Exaggerated episode 29. I'm so excited to be with you guys this week. Um, it, Oh man, lots going on. Like always lots going on, but I feel like this time of year is who wham bam. Um, the dog's with me if he's in and out of the frame, if you're watching on YouTube, um, you're welcome because he's so cute, but he's also being insane today. And he's so, um, I was reading about King Charles Cavalier dogs and it says that they're like Velcro. And uh, as I scooch over in my seat to make space for him, I think we can say that's true. And his name could be Velcro. Um, we're gonna talk about a lot of really fun stuff today. We're gonna talk about the ick and the love. Um, we're just gonna have a coffee together and try to like get through this life because I don't feel very well. And um, I don't think I'm sick. I think I'm just a little bit run down. I'm back to doing some different work with different clients this week. Um, so I've been in work mode much more than in mom mode and mom mode never turns off. So I feel like I've just been doing double, triple duty um, this week. But here's a funny thing to start with. Actually, I just saw this palette that I put down. I had a casting this morning, so I have like regular makeup on but I was really tired so I wanted to put if you're watching on YouTube you'll see how my eyes are right now there's like a little flick of like eyeshadow because I needed like my eyes to look awake so I had to like pick them up off the ground so I was using this palette that my sister gave me and it's an eyeshadow palette and if you guys listen to this you know that I'm not a crazy makeup person I usually use like my sister's half used makeup but the couple nice things that I have my sister bought me and this is a Too Faced Naturalize that's what it's called. It just says Too Faced Natural Eyes and and there's these eyeshadows and they're great. And I don't usually use the darker ones, but I needed to like, you know, pick my eye up off the ground. So I used the darker one and I was like, oh, that's a pretty color. And I look and it's called Sexpresso. And I was like, oh, aggressive for a brownish eyeshadow. That's a little horny for a brown eyeshadow. So I was looking at it and I was like, and I know some of these brands do like, you know, collabs or they do crazy. Like I used to have this eyeshadow palette that was like chocolate themed. Like I get it. They're like ice cream, bubblegum lip glosses. And you're like, okay, cool. That's what makes you buy it. Whatever. You're like, oh my God, bubblegum. That's so me. Like I get why they do it. I'm not like, someone's going to come to me and be like, that's how they name them. They need quirky, silly names to so that you buy them. No, I, I know how it works, but I just thought this one was a little horny. Like, Weird. So I looked and I was like, why is it called Sixpresso? Then I was like, oh, it looks like there's like maybe it's just spelled wrong because it's just sex espresso. So it's like S-E-X-S-P-R-E-S-S-O. Sixpresso. And you're like, this is so insane. So I looked at the rest of them and it's just called natural eyes. It's not, you know, sometimes they're called like, you know, two-faced horny lady palette. Like it's no, it's literally just called natural eyes. And then the name of the one is Sexpresso. And then the one underneath it is called erotica. And I was like, it got me looking at these names and I was like, damn, two-faced is horny. And the next is chocolate martini. And you're like, okay, 
correlated but not directly related you're like i could have a chocolate martini and also be a virgin you know but not not to them they're like chocolate martini erotica sexpresso boom 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 and then the next is honey pot so now you're like even you're like okay sexpresso and erotica is pretty horny chocolate martini and honey pot now we're talking about food okay i get it honey chocolate sexy all right maybe food is kind of sexy all right you know then you have push-up <laughs> these aren't even the best ones guys i'm doing them in the order of the best right so then you have push-up and cashmere bunny and you're like all right now it's like okay push-up is like y'all that's about boobies so you're like this is for sure a horny palette so it's cashmere bunny push-up honey pot sexpresso erotica chocolate martini and you're like whoa i'm putting it on my eyes and i'm getting sweaty okay so now i look at the other ones the lighter colors the highlighter colors and it says heaven and you're like all right if i had seen that one first i might say oh two-faced naturalized heaven cute maybe it's a naturalized heaven sweet palette and then i would get to cashmere bunny and sexpresso and i'd be like nah i know what this is all about so heaven then the next light color is silk teddy and you're like all right that's a sexy nighty and then to to wham bam here okay heaven silk teddy cashmere bunny push up honey pot sexpresso erotica chocolate martini now you guys might think you're listening to a porn but no, it's just an eyeshadow palette. I'm just reading off the colors in the natural eyeshadow palette from my sister. And the best one, for whatever reason, is strip poker. It's just a light brown. I'm going to show this for YouTube to see. This is like disgusting and dirty, so don't judge me. This light brown is called strip poker. Who was like, so I get what they tried to do. Okay, I'm all for like making it sexy. But how did we go this far like they were like oh sexpresso that one is good we're just gonna put sex right in the name done okay cool live your truth erotica sure it's a dark brown color that's kind of there's a actually there's a little glitter in the erotica one y'all okay that's what happens when you're on the pole you end up with glitter on you been there done that you know um let's see so those are so obvious but then they're like heaven and they're getting a little, they decided to be a little cheeky, a little more, um, less, a little subtle, right? Heaven, Silk Teddy, Honey Pot, Chocolate Martini. These ones are subtle. Then they just dump over your head, strip poker. <laughs> like, the guy, it was definitely a man, 110% a man named these. And he was like, what are sexy things? They want this to be really sexy, team. Let's, let's huddle up and decide what the eyeshadow should be named. It should probably say brown, light brown, white, light white, pink, light pink. Like it it doesn't need to be, you know. And so they got around the table and they were like, um, I guess push-up bras are kind of sexy. And they were like, cool, push-up. Let's call one push-up. That's kind of sassy. Women like when their boobies are pushed up. Let's put it in. And his name was Carl. His name was Carl. And Carl was like, ladies look good when their titties are near their chin. Let's put push up in. And they were like, okay, Carl. And then he was like, you know what I used to call my old girlfriend? Cashmere bunny. 
oh okay carl cool uh cashmere is pretty luxurious and bunnies are cute like they let him have it they let him have it then the meeting was getting long and he got to the end and they were like we're done throw in a chocolate martini just say erotica sexpresso they were drinking a coffee carl was having his coffee and he was like espresso sex x because carl definitely says espresso that's how this is called it, it's spelled like espresso like you know because people don't say espresso You're, it's espresso is the coffee drink not espresso and carl was like i'm having an espresso and then he was like wait a minute i gotta name that eyeshadow palette sexpresso so that's how they got that one but then towards the end of the meeting carl just wanted his like 5 p.m whiskey and he was like i gotta get out of here just call the last one strip poker and everyone was like whoa carl what are you into you're into you know he was he was trying to uh drop some hints as to what he was into and it's strip poker with espresso and a bit of cashmere bunnies i don't know anyway <laughs> I know that's unhinged, but I had to share it with somebody because I was like, I mean, call it whatever you want, but I've been using these colors for a really long time. You guys know I'm not like a person that's out buying makeup all the time. Um, and I've been using them for a really long time. And only today was I like, this is a horny palette. Uh, so yeah, check that out. It's pretty colors, I guess. I don't know. I like it. That's what's on my eyes now. But anyway, I, um, I, oh man, we had such a fun week. I went to see um, John Mayer in concert, guys. And I know what you're thinking. Wow, big John Mayer fan? No, not at all. I was sitting in my house and my friend gave me a call and she was like, yo, I got some tickets and I was gonna sell them. So I posted them on a website and nobody bought them. So let's just go. And I was like, cool. And we went. And it was amazing. I I mean, I like John Mayer. Everyone that's a millennial likes John Mayer. Like, you're like, my body is no wonder I use my hands. Like, we, everyone's like, cool, we like John Mayer. It's like, it's a nostalgia thing. You don't have to be a huge fan to go watch him, you know? I knew every single song, even though I would consider myself not really a John Mayer fan. Like, I'm not not a fan. I just don't really think about him. But let me tell you, his arms are looking good. And he was on stage in house pants. You heard that right. He took the stage as if he was doing it from COVID 2020 lockdown. He was in this like mushroom brown colored house pants, probably some kind of like Birkenstocks or slippers and just a black t-shirt. And man is fit these days. Like he looks fit, he looks healthy. Um, I was looking it up, he's 45 years old now, which is wild to me because I feel like I was a an infant baby child when he was famous. Um, and I mean, I'm a lot younger than him, but not a lot, but whatever. And like it, it, I don't know, you, you think of John Mayer as like that same lanky, like 20 something, you know, crooning about the shape your body takes when crawling toward the pillowcase. Like, and now it was like a man. And he was like, hello, I'm a man. Like if I bumped into him in the grocery store, I'd be like, excuse me, sir. It, oh, sorry there, sir. How many children do you have? What's your home like? Like it, he's like a man. Uh, like a grown-up and that was really fun because I hadn't really thought much about him in many years and let me tell you the show was so fantastic we were we were at MSG sold out MSG okay Madison Square Garden sold out arena and this man when he is singing his songs you could hear a pin drop these people are sitting leaning in listening closely singing at the right parts to be able to command an audience like that oof a mama me what a talent that's hard to do i mean i i heard like i don't know aren't, aren't the taylor swift fans mad at him 
like all the Taylor Swift fans because they you know there's a song about him or something and then she said on TikTok like leave John alone and I was like this is so bizarre um because she like dated him when she was like 20 years old or something um but anyway uh show wise I mean oh my god he was so good and he's been playing I guess the last five years my friend was telling me about it afterwards um he's been playing with the Grateful Dead for the last five years and you guys are like no we know because we don't live under a rock I live under a rock of Fisher Price toys and diapers okay my friend saying to me hey come to this concert is like a dream I got so excited she could have said hey come to this concert and I would have said who was singing and she could have said I don't know Michael Bolton or something and I would have been like I'm there should we get dinner before like just it's I'm in this in like the new momdom brain you're just so like on to the next thing go 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 worried about work worried about your child like you kind of sometimes don't check in with friends as much or don't see friends as much so like a friend just being like we got tickets get a babysitter Tuesday night bye like is such a, a dream so I would have gone to see anybody so if you if you're listening to this and you're like ew I saw John Mayer at the same show and I didn't like it maybe I was just excited I might have just been excited, but he was really wonderful. And um, also my friend went both nights and the night that we went, um, we were like far up, not really nosebleed seats because like whatever, you can hear the music. I don't ever need to really like watch one row away the person's mouth say the words. Like if I can hear the music live, that's cool enough. So we are kind of far away. And then she went the next night which I guess is why she wanted to sell her tickets because her other friend had tickets for the next night. And she was second row from the stage with the other friend. So now I know who she likes more and where I land in that like friendship hierarchy. Like I'm the friend that's, hey, I tried to sell these tickets. They didn't sell. You think you can scrounge yourself together and wash your hair and, and get to MSG on time? And and our other friend that she's friends with is a is a second row I'd say best friend. So she's probably listening to this right now. And I just want her to know that I know now. And that's fine. I get it. It's cool. I, I can be the one that that is brought out of the sewer for the nosebleed season. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but so we just had the greatest time because we're both millennials. And so we went and had like a little bite to eat before. And then we went into the show. And ooh, man, it was just really, really fun. Um, and he was he was hilarious. I didn't know he was so funny. Like, I, why would I? I only listen to his songs. But like he was reading people's signs out loud and like riffing on them and making jokes. And he was so and obviously he's so famous at this point. Like me sitting here being like, hey, guys, did you know that John Mayer kind of has a riz like you know he's kind of he's pretty charismatic and pretty confident of course he is like he's so fan so fantastically talented he's been you know whatever we know how romantically linked he is to like if you look at the list of women he's dated like they're all like top tier Jennifer Love Hewitt Jennifer Aniston like beautiful stars you know so there's clearly some charisma dappled into him I got it um, but I came back and my husband was like hey pick your chin up off the floor because you're talking about John Mayer and you're drooling and there's stars shooting out of your eyes. I fell in love, guys. I was like, my body is not a wonderland, but if you tell me otherwise, John, I'll believe it. You know, it was beautiful. And he was really funny. He was like a little stand-up act. And he was, somebody said, what was the sign? Somebody held up a sign and it said, um can you imagine not being here? And obviously the sign meant, can you imagine not being here at this show? Like we're all here. And he was like, oh, well seeing this up here alone, I just read it as, can you imagine not being here? 
and it was it was such dark like wild humor and it was just oh my god everybody was laughing i was like okay arena stand-up comedy man john mayer um but yeah so i don't know it was really good and he did the whole thing uh in in his house pants and then the next night when my friend was next to the stage with her best friend she uh said that he was in like jeans like so he wore a five pocket pant the next night um because maybe somebody was like hey dude you forgot to take off your pajamas but it was so just chilled out so cool um he played so many instruments he's been oh yes so i was starting to say he's been traveling with the grateful dead and uh, i guess just playing uh guitar with the, the band not singing and his guitar skills were next level man he was really great it was i don't know i'm i was like i need to listen to john mayer more i don't know he was really good um what else oh we had a um I, I had a photo shoot this week and I worked with another model and she was fantastic. And she's around my age and she's been in the industry, you know, 20 plus years, just like me. And uh, we were doing this photo shoot and we got talking about how like different the agencies and different modeling and it, especially post pandemic. Um, this week would have been my first, I'm thinking. Yeah, it would have been my first like professional modeling photo shoot because I haven't been modeling for a little bit. Um, I've just been focusing on the acting and comedy stuff. Um, so this would be my first like professional modeling gig in a couple of years. And it was really fun. It was really chill. It was a great client um, who I like very much. And we just got talking and about like just how different it is because she's been she modeled all through the shutdown and um, with all of the change and how we do castings and how we show up for things and how we shoot things ourselves and whatever whatever um and it was crazy because we were talking about and she's mixed race and we were talking about how like she had said that when she would do bridal stuff because she's mixed race so she's like light-skinned like tannish freckles beautiful curly hair um and she was saying like when she used to do bridal stuff the bride role the woman in the wedding dress would always be a blonde and she would be a bridesmaid every time because brunette, darker skin, all that. And I remember like I was always fair skin, but black hair. So same thing, never cast as the bride. There would never be a bride, a brunette bride, only blonde brides allowed. And, uh, and we were just laughing about these things because there's, listen, like we're making so many corrections in the industry now and, and things are so much more diverse. We still have such a long way to go, um, but it was just like so, we, we, it was interesting to just talk to somebody who's had so many similar experiences because now she's like, oh my God, I get I get cast as a bride all the time. Like, it's so fun. We get to do all these things now. And I got remembering that um, also my, my daughter is starting to get a little freckle on her head. And I was like, oh my God, I wonder if she'll have freckles because I have freckles and my husband's freckly. And um, we were talking about how like my husband was like, oh my God, when I was little, I was really self-conscious about my freckles. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I never thought about mine. And then I remember I went and got headshots with an agency that I was working with when I was younger. I couldn't have been more than like 12. And I got headshots done. And the first thing the retoucher did, you used to get your headshots done. Then you would bring them to the the Photoshop and like reproduction place. So you'd go there and they would they would sit you down in front of a huge screen, show you the edits they're going to do, what you wanted retouched. They would do it. And then you would order like 500 headshots because you needed paper headshots. There was no such thing as emails. We used to get um, scripts via fax 
and you would get a phone call. Hey, NBC wants you to audition for quintuplets um he, we're gonna fax your manager the script and you would go to your manager's house and pick it up i remember my mom bought a fax machine so that we could get like scripts so we didn't have to go to my manager's like apartment or office to get them and i remember so we were you we were sitting with the retoucher you needed like paper headshots so you were sitting with the retoucher and i remember the first thing they did was photoshop out my freckles and i remember being so little being like wait why would you those are going to be there. Those aren't like, you know, I understood like, oh, they might fix the makeup a little or if there's a hair in your face, you'll retouch that. But I was like 12. I didn't understand. Um, and they were like, oh, no, 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 no. Because they'll always cover those with makeup. You would never. And I remember they're like, especially the big ones. We might leave a couple cute ones. And I was like, wait, there's cute freckles and there's big, ugly freckles. What a funny thing. Right. And then for a while I did, I think in my like teens and high school and stuff, I did cover my freckles. Like I was like a foundation aholic. Um, and now I love it because I feel like you go uh, on TikTok and everybody's splashing their face with like head of freckles like they want freckles now. Um, so I was like thinking of that little freckle on my daughter's head and I was like, hell yeah, girl, you're gonna have some frecks, you know, like I want like her to love them. And I don't want anyone to ever be like, oh, we're just going to Photoshop off that little. That's like another reason why I think I would never want my daughter in this industry like I don't know. It's hard to say, right? Because it's like, if you're a doctor, I feel like it's a lot of times people are like, I would love for my child to follow in my footsteps, to head into the hospital amongst my fellowship and heal humans. You know, like there's something to that. But in entertainment, I feel like people are always like, oh, no, 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 go away. Because we see too much. If you're like watching things and you like celebrities and you like TV and movies and music and magazines and, and you like all that stuff, Keep liking it, but don't come to our side because it just makes you really see the truth. And there's so many wonderful things about it, but there's so many really crappy things about it. And I don't know what I would do if anyone ever looked at my daughter and said, oh, we're just going to get rid of your freckles because eek. Because, <laughs> hey, gross. Like, that's crazy. So I don't know. This kind of what turned into a tangent. But essentially, um, I had a really great time uh, chatting with the other models and the photographers about kind of just like these changes that you're seeing in real time and it might not feel I feel like on the grand scheme of things we're always hearing about how we're not doing enough to be inclusive and we're not doing enough for but it, it we are it, it's big changes in in action like little by little it feels like it feels like it's it's like little little things that are adding up to hopefully bigger things um and both of us feel, you know, that that more and more you're able to kind of more we're meeting a lot more younger models, a lot more like one one um, thing she was also saying is like this this model that she met, like had a lot of tattoos at, and like even five years ago, eight years ago, that would be unheard of. Um, they'd be like, oh, my God, a tattoo like, ha. Ah. A model can't have a tattoo, you know, which like how insane we're like models in magazines and on TV and in shoots and in catalogs should literally look like the people buying the things, you know. So I don't know. I think once again, we're not there. I'll it's it's the narrative all the time, but we'll get there. Um, we also had a uh, fantastic wedding that we went to last week. Um, my my good friends got married and they got married in a small ceremony and then they just did a big party in New York City and ooh, it was so much fun. They It was at this beautiful space in Brooklyn, outdoor, open bar, just absolutely like garden area and they had everybody wear black tie and oh, it was so fab and they had three 
fantastic performers, uh, three drag queens to host and like renew the vows and do. It was really fun. They were so funny, such just solid performers. They did, you know, the lip syncing and the dollar dances and the um, and all of the like traditional like like think when you go to like a drag brunch like all the traditional silly hijinks but then they also did like a vow renewal and um and one was share and did the and it was um oh my god it was just they they put the groom's name into the song and like it was just so fab they were so funny they were great comedians um and they're they're really really cool um and that was just like so fun and i i was overserved. i got too drunk i know what you guys are thinking what you i don't drink and I went there and I had like three drinks back to back and I was overserved. And what a silly, my husband and I were laughing about this because he had to go to something the other night and he was also overserved. And we were just laughing because we were like, what over, I was overserved. I'm an adult woman who can completely control what goes into her body, but someone must have stopped me, held me down by the shoulders, opened my gullet, and dumped the three espresso martinis back to back straight into my throat onto an empty stomach. So I don't know how it happened, but I was, in fact, overserved. Like, no, I got too excited because I haven't seen my friends in a while, and I my husband was in a tuxedo, and I went in there twirling in sequins, and I said, glug, 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 let's have a silly time. I'm gonna stand on the table. And the next day, I wanted to remove my head because if you think being a parent is hard, being a parent with a bit of a hangover, oh, <laughs> you just wanna ask the dog to do everything. You're like, please. And it's so cute, because like obviously like my husband and I, like we're hungover or whatever, but we, like a little bit, it wasn't like, we were never gonna, we were still like at the park, at the music class, at the, like my, my daughter was like, I'm having the best Sunday of my life. And we were like, this is, like survivor level challenge this is line us up i would rather try to scale the trees in a jungle than serve my daughter her yogurt and berries at 8 a.m when my head is banging to the sounds of the party the night before and that folks is why I usually don't drink and this will now my friend was laughing because she was like this will be like your quarterly drink like because I overdid it I got too excited I broke a nail it was a whole thing okay but nothing like that I mean I don't drink that much but literally now I won't drink for months like I'll be like well I overdid it like we have um, an event at the end of October we have something coming up early November and I'll literally be the one that's like I can drive I'm drinking my club soda because I can't even do like the hair of the dog the next day when you're hungover and somebody's like no the, like the way to heal a hangover my friend was saying scientifically if you're hungover if you drink a glass of wine it heals it and she said quote it'll go down like nails but it'll heal you I could never do it I would, I, I'm just like, I'm not even good at that. So now I feel like I won't drink for a few months. I don't know, uh, TBD, I'll let you guys know. Um, so yeah, I had a great time chatting with you guys. I love you all so much. I'm gonna get into the ick really quick and the love, um, the love is so good. Um, the ick is being rude to waiters. Guys, this is typical. This is classic, classic behavior. If a waiter comes to your table, says, hi, how are you? What would you like to eat? And you, you greet them with anything other than, hi, how are you? Can I get a coffee and a, bagel sandwich like it should only be pleasantries you don't know that person they're working hard they don't know what you've been through don't be nasty to waitstaff ever and also tip high 
Sorry, but that's like over tip always. If you're like, I don't know how much I should tip, double the amount that's in your head. If you're like, but I don't know what things cost, double the amount in your head. You don't have to be rich to be kind. Um, and then my love, guys, York Ave Pizza. York Ave Pizza on 72nd at York. This is not sponsored, but if they send me coffee, I'll make it the love every week. They, uh, It's York Ave Pizza and York Ave Coffee. Um, the guy that owns it is Greek, and he was saying to me, there's no good Greek coffee in this area. That's why I brought coffee into the pizzeria. So I had a Greek cappuccino, a Freddo cappuccino, iced. Wow, it was so incredible. And I've had those before and they always just like kind of taste like iced cappuccinos or kind of taste like lattes. And I was like, eh, it's, they, they weren't bad, but they weren't like, this was incredible. I'll post it. I, I took a picture of him dusting it with cinnamon because I told him I'd put it on Instagram because I was talking to him about how he makes it and whatever. But um, Freddo Greek cappuccinos. Wow, I need to go to Greece immediately and drink iced cappuccinos on this man's family's doorstep. Um, but yeah, so I had those at York Ave Pizza and Coffee. Um, check them out. Their pizza is so good. Their coffee is so good. Um, I love you all so much and I will see you next week. It's all a little bit exaggerated. Bye. This has been Exaggerated. Thanks for sticking around till the end. Follow me on social media at Timo Lin. That's T-M-O-L-Y-N-N. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and join the conversation by emailing me at exaggeratedpod at gmail.com. Until next time, don't forget, it's all a bit exaggerated.